Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoy it. The show notes are included in the summary for each episode. Notes can be accessed from the Mobile Marketing Podcast link at the top and bottom of the dominoresearch.com website. If you like the podcast, please take a moment to help us out. Rate and review us on your preferred medium. We are currently available on iTunes, Google Play Podcast, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Thank you. Hey there, and welcome to the latest episode of Mobile Wallet Marketing Made Easy, the podcast that helps you navigate the ever-changing landscape of mobile marketing. Right now, and for at least the foreseeable future, we are looking at, as a population, a much more hands-off approach to how we conduct our business, how we interact with others, and how we move forward with any sort of regular routine. Hi there, I'm Kim Stewart. And I'm Hazel Fruitman. And we'd like to welcome you to a new episode of the podcast. Yep, I'll be in a new episode in a strange time. Obviously, there are many things that are changing in the world. (coughs) No, I'm not sick, I swear. (laughs) And even if this pandemic is short-lived, or the numbers being used in the projections turn out to be built on the worst-case extremes, There's still going to be a significant portion of the population who will remain at risk, a large risk, until we develop some sort of a vaccine. Of course, these are already the same people who are at risk during the average flu season, who are immunocompromised, etc. Yeah, and I mean, it's sure taken center stage, and we have to protect our most vulnerable people from catching it. I know that there's a lot of research being funded now to find a vaccine. And as we already see, countries are sharing their knowledge and working together to figure it all out. I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. I mean, in Canada, our manufacturing uh, facilities are being turned into making ventilators, um, other medical supplies, and they're working with the government to do that really quick. You know, jobs and careers are on hold, gatherings of any sort are on hold, as social distancing becomes the must trend of the season what season is it again didn't spring just start the other day (laughs) (laughs) you know in any case though this is a podcast about mobile marketing and i know that sometimes we talk about random and fun things but today we actually are going to talk about our core topic which is using mobile to help you either keep your business afloat or to keep your business moving forward, depending on what kind of industry you're in. Um, you know, it's a, it's a huge variable as to what kind of business you have as to what your options might be. I mean, if you're an online only business, then you're probably still operating, at least if you don't deliver your product via Amazon warehouses. I mean, at least you're, you're still operating for right now. Well, in Canada, delivery services are the go-to option for, for groceries. Uh, Amazon packages are either on hold or delayed right now. Most everything is closed down. As restaurants are closed, they're deli- uh, giving a delivery option. Uh, McDonald's drive throughs however, are still open. We're going through to be seeing um, only essential stores, which are most likely, likely be grocery, pharmacy, and gas to continue on. Right, because those gas pump handles aren't just germ-ridden. Oh, yes. <laughs> of course, I used a wipe the other day. 
I had on long sleeves and everything I touched it with my hands tucked up under my sleeves. But I mean, you know, there's only so much of that we can do too. Now, if you're considered an essential service or business, at least in the US, then you're still operating at the moment, no matter what state you are in. Um, here in my state, Arizona, I was trying to figure out on Saturday when I had to go to the grocery store, how getting a haircut was an essential service, especially since hairdressers are sitting with you for, I don't know what, a minimum of 15 minutes, a maximum of a couple of hours. And there's a lot of germs that go around in that period of time. So, okay, you know, who knows what the definition of essential actually is. We could do a whole discussion on the economics and the politics of all this, but right now let's just talk about mobile marketing and talk about what maybe you could find as a high spot for your business in mobile. Right. So let's assume that your business is still operational, at least for the moment, and that you have the ability to do lead generation, make sales, and deliver the final product. If you are a product-based company, um, you know, into customers' hands one way or the other. Right. And let's also take a look at the ways that you can literally step back from face-to-face -face contact without sacrificing your entire business model over the short term. Yeah. Some of these ideas are probably going to be things that you'll want to incorporate over the longer term anyway, since they not only make sense from a germ management perspective, they also make smart business sense. And we're all going to need as much smart business as we can get as we wind our way through this disaster. Right, so I think before we get into the meat of today's episode, let's take a few minutes and Hazel, can I get you to explain how our mobile platform works. Mobile wallet campaigns are incredibly effective marketing collateral when you set them up correctly and implement them in a way that increases engagement with customers, prospects, referrals, and so on. In a nutshell, a mobile wallet campaigns consists of a mobile wallet pass that's added to individual phones iPhones use Apple Wallet, which is native iOS application, and Android phones use any of a number of third-party apps to achieve the same goals. The pass has two sides, the front and the back. The front of the pass is like a digital calling card. It normally has the name of your product or business, perhaps a tagline or logo, and should be styled to complement your existing logo and collateral. We can include a QR code and a barcode on the front of the pass if you're interested in tracking users via the passes, although the tracking default does not contain any personal information unless we have created a customized solution for you. The front of the pass should be designed to get someone's attention, colorful maybe or with a unique tagline or similar. It requires a very simple clean design since most phone screens are not that big. The back of the pass is where the magic happens, as I like to call it. And this is the area of the pass where you're really going to be able to get your message out there and include some very efficient calls to action that result in quantifiable results. The structure of the mobile wallet pass means that everything on the back that is formatted in a way that the phone recognizes, like a phone number, an address, a URL, 
a link to iTunes or YouTube and so on. Those apps are actually launched when the user taps a link on the back of the pass. What that means in real terms is that if you're promoting your podcast, you can send your subscribers a lock screen notification and they have the ability to tap the back links and your podcast will start playing in the correct app, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or whatever. It also means that if you're a realtor, for instance, and you include the address of a property you're promoting, a prospective buyer can tap the address on the back of the pass, launch maps, complete with driving directions. Tap to call, tap to email, tap to launch social media apps like Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and others. These are simply handled by the wallet app and there's no coding or formatting involved. It really couldn't be any easier. Passes can be shared through a variety of means. The most popular method is including the pass URL as a link or in a print ad as a type in request using a browser. Other ways include the share function on the pass, having someone open Apple Wallet or scan the QR code directly, or even sending the pass via iMessages or email from the phone. Last but not least, the passes include location and proximity targeting features, which means that using the geofencing and location awareness that's built into smartphone offers, you have the ability to send lock screen notifications based on where someone is, as well as sending them time-based or what we like to call static messages. You've probably seen this at the airport if you're having a boarding pass in your Apple wallet on iPhone, for instance. When you get close to the security screening checkpoint, the boarding pass automatically pops up on your lock screen and you don't have to search for it or open the app or unlock the phone to see it. So there you have it, the two minute rundown on just what and how a mobile pass works, where it goes in the iPhone and what it can do. Okay, that's awesome. Other than the fact that my neighbor is mowing their yard, hopefully that won't come through on the audio. I don't hear it here, so. Okay, that's good. Yeah, just in case you guys are wondering, Hazel and I are social distancing in the same way that we social distance among two countries and thousands of miles. (laughs) So let's go to the first thing that mobile can potentially bring you, and that is managing contact with your customers, your potential customers, your referrals, you know, whoever. Um, Right now, and for the foreseeable future, we have to take that sort of step back and insert physical distance between us and the people around us. I mean, it's unfortunate. In some societies and cultures, it's gonna be way more difficult than others. But, you know, for right now, This is what we have to do, and we have to do it for the foreseeable future. Um, Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's the best ways, as they say, flatten the curve, Uh, you know, practice social distancing, and practice hashtag distance marketing. So it's contactless. It's an effective way to, uh, to stay in touch with the client or prospect and, you know, brighten their field of vision as everyone's looking on their devices. Right. And, you know, so I think that one of the primary attractions for using mobile to market, to engage with people, to educate people, is that it is both what I would call hands-off and hands-on at the same time. 
You know, you're maintaining social distance very effectively, but you're also communicating with people. And, you know, I just want to point out that even in non-pandemic times, yeah. it is a demonstrated fact that mobile communication, especially lock screen notifications, are the most effective method as far as response rates go that we have, you know, just on the average day. Oh, yes. I mean, just, you're right. This worked so well before the pandemic, and it will soar during the pandemic. I know. Right now, everyone's at home, scrolling through their feeds on their device. Now, if you wanted to engage, provide a quick response, then using a mobile platform to actually do that as a notification, uh, something that's seen immediate, immediately, all from the comfort of their sofa, and stored in their notification tray. Well, so in between the time that you and I started sort of laying out the the structure of this episode yeah. and now a couple hours later when we're recording it the funniest thing has not really funny but anyway so one of my friends is a massage therapist so as you can imagine he is not massaging anybody right now Right. And it also turns out, you know, he has battled asthma since he was a child. Okay. So he's also going to be in a high risk group. Yes. And one of the things that he is doing to attempt to maintain his income right now, and, you know, he's one of the people who is probably going to be taking an extended amount of time off work regardless of what happens because of his at-risk factors and the nature of his job being in close quarters with people. But he's going to be doing hosting classes, stretching classes online using Zoom. Nice. Which is a great thing. But I sit here and I think about this and I'm like, okay, so he's right now, he's emailing and using some social media mm -hmm. to tell people that he's going to do this. Right. And I'm going to suggest that he adds the mobile wallet right. segment so that he has the mobile wallet campaign going. And when it's time for him to do his online classes that he's going to be leading, he sends everybody a little notification that says, okay, 530 today, we're going to have class. I mean, it's like it's a perfect example of how he can take you know an easy technology and learn how to utilize it to help him and you know he's doing this for donations he's not charging people per se to be in the class especially not in the beginning but you know this would be a really a super great way for him to put his venmo link his paypal link his link to his webpage where he's got his stripe set up Right. He could include all of this stuff on the back of his pass. And, you know, it would really be a great way to go forward and to keep his engagement up. And so that was kind of my little aside to where I was off the topic. So, so back on our sort of topic framework, outline, whatever, you know, I'm reading... I'm reading a lot. I mean, I read a lot as it is, but I'm reading so much now, it's insane. But I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, it's right. not like I'm going to be out trying on shoes or shit like that. 
Um, so I've seen a lot of articles that are postulating that mobile payments are very likely to see a huge jump in usage right now because people do not have to physically touch the keypad like you would if you insert your card or swipe your card or whatever. So that goes a long way in helping to satisfy the fewer touches requirement that we need. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if people get into the habit of doing this, it's highly likely that they'll be like, oh, it was so convenient to pay with Apple Pay or Google Pay or whatever last month or the month before when we were supposed to not touch each other that it's likely to become a habit. Right. I think I think we read the same article. <laughs> well, there's a bunch of articles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, it's, you know, right in the news, I think that was written just when I was reading the news about how they're not accepting banknotes or coin anywhere. For not accepting banknotes and coin. Yeah, in Toronto. Oh, wow. I hadn't heard that. We don't have that here yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how far people are going here. So they use debit or credit. They use the tap. So I think the Apple Pay is an attractive option as people are going to become more customized to using mobile. And that means more opportunities for business to engage and promote through mobile channel. Well, and you know that you can use Apple Pay in online situations as well if it's set up properly. Not that we're going to get into all that, but that's true. That's true. Um, you know, I think mobile is also going to be a huge factor or a way that we can maintain a connection with people. You know, whether it's using the mobile version of Zoom or if it's leveraging mobile notifications to engage with people and to stay sort of upfront in their minds. You know, these are things that are going to be critically important for businesses, especially small businesses over the next several months or maybe even a year or two, as we kind of adjust to this sort of new reality, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, technology is key in our household. I mean, my, you know, my son's home. He's video chatting with his friends until the battery runs out on the tablet. <laughs> and, and it's plugged in. <laughs> so you can imagine how important that is. But yeah, it's kind of like a size, uh, you know, seismic shift um, from the housing crash, though. Some people came out as winners, some as losers which is always the way these things seem to happen. Uh, every negative is balanced by a positive and there are opportunities already presenting themselves for people who are looking for them. So true. I mean, you know, in science for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And you know, the same thing is it's very much a possibility in business right now. We need as many businesses to stay solvent and to grow any way or any how that they can. Right. I, we have to focus on new ways of connecting, new models of presenting information, goods, new types of services. So if you have a dispensary in California, for instance, then you've been designate, designated as an essential business, at least for right now. 
Yeah, you know, I have to wonder if that is really thanks to medical marijuana or just the fact that Governor Newsom knows that a stoned population is way less apt to turn into a mob. Yes. <laughs> Either one of those things works in my book, okay? In, in Canada, at least in Ontario, that's all closed down. They closed it all down. They so that means everybody's gone back to their dealers and now the germs are running rampant with the weed. Right, right. I'm sure that's what's going to happen. So, yeah, it means that uh, the best means to talk to your prospects and current customers is to use a lock screen notification to reach out to them. Uh, this is how you can let them know what you have in inventory, what's discounted, how often and how much you can deliver or offer them for pickup, especially if supplies get tight, and what sort of online education programs and the like you have going on. Right. Okay. So... Let's do a recap of what we've talked about today. Um, you know, I know that going forward for the next few weeks, we'll probably talk a lot about mobile. So I think, okay, number one, first thing is using mobile to reach out and connect while engaging from safe distances. Oh, that's a good number one. Number two, mobile is on all the time. So you always have the opportunity to present goods, services, educational materials, all of it, in a way that will ensure safety for you, your employees, and your customers or prospective customers. Right. And if it's a 24-7 connection with mobile, that means the customers or the prospects can literally peruse your stuff at their leisure. Um, just a side note. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> rambling. Anyway, so number three, I would say is that mobile payments and other interactions are likely to become much more prevalent in the coming months. Obviously, we already talked about the reasons for that. And we also talked about the fact that once these things become habits for people, they are likely to continue to expand the amount of hands-off interactions that they have, both for convenience and safety's sake. Yeah, I mean, we all need to explore new ways of connecting, not just for health reasons. Uh, there, there's a definite carbon footprint improvement to using mobile instead of hopping in the car and driving to the store to find out what's on sale in the local brick and mortar shops. So that's number four. God, I know. Have you seen like the amount of pollution that is reduced at this moment? I know. However, I have to say that even with that, we need to get airplanes going again as fast as we can, or we're all going to end up back in the 1800s, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, we don't need that. But uh, yes, in Rome, did you see how the uh, how it's all changed? The waters are all blue there. Anyway, yes, I think that's uh, it for now, huh? Yeah, so I'd say that kind of sums it up. Um, like we just talked about, I think we'll probably be spending a lot more time over the next few episodes talking about mobile, talking about how mobile can be incorporated into your marketing and advertising plans, how it's not only the current smartest ROI, but that it's going to become an even smarter ROI over the short term. And it should become an important part of your business going forward for lots of other reasons. So with that, we'll wrap it up. Stay safe, stay vigilant, and we'll see you in two weeks with another episode. If you want to get in touch with us, you can use info at dominoresearch.com 
or you can fill out the contact forms on mobilewalletmarketer.com or cannabiswallet.net, depending on what industry you are working in and what sort of questions you might have. Yeah, and you know, we're also happy to create a demo for you. We can insert your business into a live demo so you can get an idea of how and what you might want to do going forward. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I like doing that. And don't forget, we'll be launching our top secret project in the next two weeks as well. We're a tiny bit behind schedule since the current situation has caused us to rethink the core content that we're producing for the project, but we are very close to launch date. Very excited. Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. You know, one last thing. Wash your damn hands. Washy, washy. Wash your damn hands. Ha, ha, ha.